0: Bomshaba, Bomshab, should be where the, Bomshab, should be where the hairy mango. Hello, my scraggly-ass banditos. This is your messily mustachioed Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his badly bandoliered beware the hairy mango. We haven't had a mad scientist story around here in a while, so today's story is for the evil genius in all of us who's just waiting to burst out in a big gory mess. Tell all your friends, because the first rule of the pinata club is go ahead and talk about the pinata club. The Piñata Club, by Matthew Sanborn-Smith Well, it took days for Dr. Sinister to get his revenge on everyone, but he finally emerged from his cave lab thingy with a big stick. Is that it, Bob? Larry asked Dr. Sinister. You plan to beat everyone's ass with a stick? Yes, Dr. Bob Sinister screamed, and he swung at Larry's belly. In the microseconds before the stick connected, Larry found himself utterly disappointed in his former classmate. The Bob Sinister he knew, the one who had been completely humiliated by every single person in their hometown, that Bob, well, he had style, if nothing else. Bob didn't drive to work like everyone else. He slipped into the fourth dimension and poured himself into a Bob-shaped container at the cash register at the local pump-and-go. There weren't a lot of mad scientist jobs right out of college. When Bob went to the bathroom, well, he didn't go to the bathroom. He'd created a diet for himself that was so efficient, nothing ever came out. Eventually, his bumhole just grew over. No, Larry wasn't trying to look. He was just sitting behind Bob at church this one time. One minute Larry was passing the plate, the next, Bob's holeless bottom was right there in his face, the next, they were singing hymns. You know how that goes. Suffice it to say, Larry was certain he was going to crawl away from this beating unsatisfied. They'd pushed Bob too far this time. He'd become just plain dull. Then the stick whacked Larry in the gut, and his belly burst open, and candy came out. Larry fell to the ground in agony. Ah, you son of a bitch! Ooh, candy! Larry immediately began pawing through the stash and picking out the Almond Joys. I get the o' Honeys, Dr. Sinister shouted as he fell to his knees in front of Larry. You can have them, Larry said with a mouth filled with chocolate coconutty delight. Who the hell likes o' Honeys anyway? My god, you truly are mad. After they filled their pockets, Larry found that he could get up. He didn't feel bad at all and his stomach was washboard flat. Damn, Bob, this is your best revenge ever. Isn't it, though? Dr. Sinister said. I get to beat the shit out of the entire town and they'll all love me afterwards. And everyone gets candy, Larry said. You get another one of those sticks? Right here, Dr. Sinister said, pulling one from his hyperdimensional shirt pocket. Hot damn. The two went on an assault and battery spree, the likes of which the town had never seen, and each person they beat wanted to get in on the fun. Soon, everyone in town was beating the snot out of each other. It seemed to have gone too far, however, when some jackass whacked Susie Tyler right in the face and her entire head burst open. As soon as her candy had been collected and the trades had been made, they checked to see if she was all right. She was. Not only that, Susie said, but my head is washboard flat. The crowd cheered and celebrated by eating candy. Susie and her sexy new head got 23 phone numbers. By the end of the day, Dr. Sinister had had more than his fill. He'd eaten candy until he had become sick to his stomach. Strangely, no one had hit him. They knew which side of the street their candy was buttered on. In fact, the townspeople hoisted Dr. Sinister on their shoulders and paraded him around. All that sudden motion was a little too much for him, and the only thing that came out of Dr. Sinister's belly was a lots and lots of vomit. Revenge truly was sweet. If this story bursts your innards, you can whack it and other rainbow machés at the URL of the Pepto-Bismel, BewareTheHairyMango.com. Groan seductively in the comments for this post or Cherokee mail me and we'll flip off the white man, which I, is me, I guess, and possibly you. So you might want to have a mirror handy, depending, at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com. Or we can drive our Jeep SUVs over the simulated rugged terrain of Beware the Mango at gmail.com. Cherokee people! Cherokee tribe. The SF and SF Signal absolutely stands for Sally Forth, the worst comic strip ever, but the best imperative ever too. If you're going forth, especially at sfsignal.com, don't just walk forth, make sure you Sally. Tell your local hijink inspector on the street that listening to this show will bag her the necessary quota for the month. You guys listen to me joke about this every show, but I'm serious. Go tell somebody about this show. Tell somebody famous. Tell Andy Rooney. No. Wait. Tell someone who's famous and not dead. Tell... Is, is Mickey Rooney still alive? I don't know. Tell another Rooney. Now I'm in the mood for macaroonies. Tweet the geats that Beowulf commands them to follow me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity and that I'm even sexier than Grendel's mother. Alright, maybe I'm not that sexy. But I'm sexier than Grendel. Alright, maybe I'm not that sexy either. This podcast gushes wantonly from the infected left eye of an otherwise very attractive Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 3.0 Unported License. Whenever we move on from this, I will be your cut-rate, imitation, deep-discounted, deep-dish, stuff, crust Matthew Sanborn Smith reminding you that home is where the heart is. That's why your circulation's so poor outside. Good night.